At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. Hey everyone, welcome in. It is the Tuesday before Thanksgiving edition of VEASAN Primetime live from downtown Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Great to be back with the QB, Sean King. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm Good Ben to Wilson you, in man. for Tim Murray. Been a long time, Sean. Yeah. Great to be with you, Welcome man. Welcome back. Happy holidays. Thank you. You uh, too. Greetings, blessings to your family. Absolutely. Yeah, Look man. at this guy. I know they're tuned in wherever they're at. Hi, He's, Wilson family. He knows. Sean already <laughs> knows. We got a big show today with Tim out. We got a lot of NFL, college football news to break down as we're going to cram a bunch here into the next couple of days, Sean, because we have a lot to get to. You are the quarterback, so mm-hmm. let's start with the big quarterback news of the day in the NFL, Sam Darnold in Carolina. He is your starting quarterback. That decision announced just a few hours ago from interim head coach Steve Wilkes. Instead of Baker Mayfield, it's Darnold. Line hasn't changed. It's still Broncos minus 2.5 on the road. Total hasn't moved much either, 35.5 or 36. What's the difference, if any, between these I don't think any. I think when you look at this game, we probably have to be thinking under. I mean, both teams struggle offensively. I know it's a low number, but it's a low number for a reason. Panthers were in a shootout with the Ravens last time we saw them play. I think it was Mm -hmm. 3-3 with under five minutes to go in the fourth. So there are some teams that I'm going to (laughs) blindly wager on a specific thing. And Panthers games, Broncos games, I'm going under on both of those teams. So I'm going to lean under. I don't think Sam Donald makes a difference. So I think his biggest priority would be not get hurt. Our edition of bettable for, or forgettable, <laughs> it starts with a combination and comparison of two of the more forgettable quarterbacks in the NFL. Given what Denver is now on the other side, a team that had they were to have scored just 18 points or more in the regulation period of every single game this year, if that were to have happened, Denver would be 9-1 and one right now. Given that fact, given the propensity to not score points on the Broncos' side, would this be a, even with Sam Darnold, teaser leg? possibility for you up to eight and a half for the Panthers uh, I think I might tease the total up I, I'm comfortable tease the total with up. 36 but I, I might mm-hmm. tease the total up to would it be 42 or, yeah. or 43 depending on what what uh, number and amount the teaser you decide to play and just play the under I mean when you look at the AFC Denver scored 147 points that is the least of any AFC team in the league like they yeah. stink on offense the Panthers stink on offense, how's this game not go under? And I haven't said that. I'm sure they'll like have five special teams touchdowns <laughs> during the game. But I'm going to bet. Like, okay. if, if Justin Fields is healthy, I know we're going to get to him. I'm betting over in the Bears game. I'm 3-0 and 
the last three weeks, just blindly betting it. So right now I'm taking under because the Panthers are still playing relatively good on defense, still competing, they're talented. Broncos, the same way. They're still competing, even with the trade of Bradley Chubb a few weeks back. Those guys haven't given up. They still have pride. So I think this is an under game. It's got to just kind of hurt right in the chest there, Sean, as a former NFL QB. When you see defenses that good, knowing all it takes is just competence from both of those offenses to be – uh, at least in playoff contention, and it hasn't been there all year. Well, I'll tell you this, man. I wish I can get a, a check like Russell gets to be bad at oh. my job. <laughs> yep. Yep. Look, maybe not a great strategy from front offices in the future, hiring a coach just on the outside chance that he might lure in a high-priced free agent. Maybe not a strategy. You know what's interesting about this? And I know we got some other topics to get to, Ben. Why is John Elway not getting any of the blame? Like, Nathaniel Hackett didn't hire himself. Nathaniel Hackett did what every offensive coordinator in any – level of football would do. He doesn't call the plays. Uh, Matt LaFleur called the plays in Green Bay. He got an opportunity to go be a head coach based off his relationship with Aaron Rodgers. He did what every other OC would do. He took the job. Why is the person that made this decision to hire him not the one under the scrutiny? Listen, as Brady, Tom Brady's gotten away from Bill Belichick, it looks like it was more 70 Brady, 30 Belichick for the Patriots' success. Listen, as Russell has gotten further away from Pete Carroll, Looks like it might be more 70 Pete Carroll, 30 Russell. John Elway's the guy that decided to give up 40 acres and a mm-hmm. mule for Russell Wilson. So Russell, and then pay him. So, I mean, when I look at Denver, I, I'm, I'm not putting the bullseye right now on Russell or on Nathaniel Hackett because they didn't invite and bring themselves to Denver. This was orchestrated by the Denver organization. Now, if I'm wrong about John Elway being the decision maker in Denver, then I apologize, but I don't think I am. And so right now he's 0 for 2 because Russell looks like he's a shell of informed himself and Nathaniel yeah. Hackett looks like a fish out of water. We know in the past offseason they gave Elway that promotion. <laughs> right. To, to basically get out of the way. So after the decisions come in, then you had the ownership transition. It has, you have to think given that and that the pieces in place when Hackett was hired no longer there it got to be one and done, right? I mean, Wouldn't the owner got to feel like he bought a lemon. I mean, huh? you think about shelling out that payroll and looking at three and seven. Get all that Walmart And money. then having given up so much draft capital that it's going to be very difficult to rebuild it. I mean, he, he got to feel yeah. like he got bamboozled slightly. No question. Teaser to the under. Tease up Broncos, Panthers. Or just play 36. Or play under. 36, <laughs> even though that is a basically a preseason total. Right. Lowest opening total on the board this year. If you have, if you have the gumption, I would not mind. Like my strategy all year real quick on the teaser strategy, Sean, because we're at, this is the smallest margin of victory we have seen in the NFL since 1970. We're on pace for the most single possession games decided in the NFL in history through 11 weeks. My strategy has been tease against bad teams who I don't think can beat me by margin offensively. So tease up these short dogs. Been teasing against Denver a whole lot this year. Teased the Raiders last week. It's a simple strategy, but since starting at the last uh, six weeks, it's five and one so far. Hey, man, roll with it. Just keep rolling. Roll anyway, that's my little. No, I just, I'm not I'm preaching to the choir. I'm not uh, trusting Sam Donald. That, it, I, that's why I said it. T- that's why I said the, the word gumption. <laughs> gumption there, Sean. As we continue on, bettable or forgettable, you just mentioned it. We're thinking that it might be Justin Fields back at quarterback this week for the Chicago Bears. Line in Bears Jets was as high as Jets minus six yesterday. But after Matt Eberflus's press conference where he did say Justin Fields suffered a separated left shoulder, so the non-throwing shoulder, but that he was, quote, day-to-day, betting market, Sean, seems to interpret that news with, all right, Fields might be good to go. We're down to four and a half. And on the flip side of that, you have Robert Sala, the Jet head coach, who comes out and says, we're keeping all our options open. Might not be Zach Wilson. Now, what, what do you interpret there on the line? I think this is a wait and see. This is an incomplete because mm-hmm. – Justin Fields is averaging almost seven yards a carry. He's fifth in the National Football League, regardless of position in rushing yards on the season. I mean, he's been dynamic. He's been unstoppable. And with the injuries that they have at running back, without him, the Bears aren't very good. And I think the Jets are better with Joe Flacco at quarterback than Zach Wilson. So... Like, on the surface, if Wilson starts and Fields plays, then I think four and a half is a gift from God, taking the (laughs) Bears plus the points. However, you could end up Trevor Simeon versus Joe Flacco, which then I like the Jets to cover and win by a touchdown or more in that scenario situation. So I I just wait and see on this game. I think it's one where you probably should put an alert on your phone so you get the information immediately. 
you know, so that way you can get the best of the number because it will move if and when Justin Fields is um, available to play or not likely to play, and it also will move based on Zach Wilson or Joe Flacco most likely being the starting quarterback. Hey, of the keep Jets. in mind, while this numbers come down on Chicago, this total was right around. I just update the screen here. It was forty three and a half yesterday morning. As the news started to trickle out, even though it was more to the positive on fields, that total is just dropping like a rock. We're down to thirty nine and a half. Your shot. Yeah, but I think that's more a byproduct of the Jets and how yeah. they play. They're really good on defense. But I'll say this: I blindly bet the Bears over every game. It's been a cash cow. Yeah, no matter last who three they're weeks. playing, they just find a way to score, and then they can't stop anyone. I could not. It's easy to say in retrospect, right? But I could not believe there was that much under money in Bears Falcons last week. Thing went down to forty eight. I'm like. What, what, what are people watching? There are some people who, unless they are dealing with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, will always click the under on anything Fair. 49 and up on NFL games. Me, having watched the Bears play, I know it's impossible for them to play a game eye that test, doesn't baby. get in the 50s. I mean, eye test, stats, whatever you want to say. Say this on – you mentioned – I'm glad you brought up the Joe Flacco piece of this because Zach Wilson is 30th among the 32 qualified quarterbacks in success rate. 31st in completion percentage, 30th in EPA per play, whatever fancy schmancy stat you want to throw, Zach Wilson is bottom three. Had the New York Jets just had a, let's just call a veteran, run-of-the-mill, average to slightly below average quarterback, if you want to throw Joe Flacco in there, if you want to throw in Matt Ryan, just pick your pick your quarterback of choice. What would the Jets' record be this year if it was that guy from day Well, one? they sit here at 6-4. and four. I mean, you'd have to think that they'd at least be – Seven and three, but At most likely eight and England, two. Right? And, and, and here's some like tangible difference between what they are on offense with Zach Wilson, who played seven games, is averaging 182 yards a game passing. Joe Flacco in his three starts was averaging 300 yards per game passing. Joe Flacco threw five touchdown passes in three games. Zach Wilson has thrown four through seven. He's also thrown two more interceptions. So you just got so much more explosive ability with the experienced Flacco, and I'm not sitting here saying Joe Flacco is an elite quarterback, but he's better right. than Zach Wilson, who, by the way, all you Jet fans who hit me up on Twitter, at RealSeanKing, <laughs> if you guys ever want to communicate via yeah, social please. media, I told you last year before the season on the Jason McIntyre show on CBS that Zach Wilson was a bad draft selection. Unfortunately, I'm right. I'm a person that feels like the truth doesn't have emotions, so I always tell the truth, but I root for all of these young men to be great, I knew Zach Wilson probably wasn't, and unfortunately, it looks like I'm correct. The reality can be hard to accept for a be. lot of people, especially when like you watch when I was a lot going of... bald, and now I sit next to Ben Wilson <laughs> with this Come wonderful on. head of hair. Come on, man. You didn't have to. I mean, Life comes at yourself. you fast. Life comes at you fast <laughs> for one shot kick. Our last bettable and forgettable. We'll sneak this in real quick. See this coming out of, uh, out of, out of hottie toddy land? Down in Mississippi, out of the Egg Bowl this weekend, Lane Kiffin, there were the, uh, the Ole Miss TV reporter, John Sokoloff, reported he is out, headed to Auburn uh, the other night, and Lane Kiffin playing pretty quickly. He is denying that. Ole Miss against Mississippi State, uh, hosting, in, uh, ho- hosting down there at the Grove. Two-and-a-half-point favorite there, Ole Miss. Yeah. This Hard is interesting for me because I got a call two weeks ago that said Lane to Auburn was done. Wow. Just waiting on the end of the season. And I also got a call today, and this may be breaking news for some of you, that Mike Leach is stepping down as the Mississippi State Whoa. Bulldogs head football coach at the end of the Egg Bowl as well. So I'm probably just going to sit back and watch uh, and hope they get in some kind of fist fight after the game or something. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. We'll do that information with what you want. A couple books have gone down to Ole Miss minus two down in Oxford. We'll see Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving night. Speaking of Thanksgiving, some early Thanksgiving Day lines we'll discuss on the other side. It is VEASAN primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. We're just getting things started. Tuesday edition of VEASAN Primetime with our producer behind the glass, Elliot Bauman. Got Sean King in the house. Ben Wilson here, downtown Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Our first hour guest, Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus, joins us in the next segment. And it's a, it's a good time. It's only Tuesday, Sean, but we got ourselves a truncated little week. We got to go to work. We do, time man. To, time to break down we everything. Got things uh, to do, we, people to see, bets yes, to make, do. bets to win. Bets to make. So Ben will have a lot of uh, props for us next from Pro Football Focus. Thor Nystrom from Betting Pros. We love visiting with Thor. He'll talk all things college football at 7 o'clock on the East Coast. Then we've got Devin Walker from the Vegas Insider podcast a few minutes after that. And Doug Elin straight from the, uh, from the hospital. Because my he's, God, uh, man, just, my two-lane brother. Yeah. Yeah, had two a baby. Brother. Just had a baby, yes. Yeah. So congrats to Doug, and he is a, a man of character. <coughs> he's and also commitments. an elite pickleball player. Really? Yes. I have been, I will say, uh, one of our other hosts on the network, Matt Brown, has challenged me to a pickleball duel. It's obviously like a thing. It's like becoming I saw, a thing. Uh, Ryan yeah. Griffin. Former Tulane quarterback. He's a backup now in Tampa with the Bucks. He had like a gift package on his birthday of the pickleball, the pickleball. paddles. There, yeah, they, like there's a, a, a place for our listeners in the Las Vegas area. There's a place in Henderson, out by where you're at, called mm-hmm. Chicken and Pickle. It's a rotisserie chicken pickleball combination place. Really? It's, it's apparently opening in spring. Okay, that sounds So pickleball is apparently a big deal. Very Seven Hillish. Yeah. Yeah, I say stick to, you know, tennis is a is a real sport. I That's what I'm I I'm not going to not pickleball until I try it. All right, that's but I haven't fair. played that's it yet. Fair. Yeah, so Maybe I, over Thanksgiving, you know, you get good. No, 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 I'm just going to eat and sit on the couch. All right, that's also fair, too. Right. I, I'm probably going to be doing the same thing. Kicks off Thanksgiving, at least if for everybody who's not on the East Coast, it'll be Thanksgiving morning. Buffalo and Detroit, and we've continued to see action, Sean, since this game was opened toward Buffalo on the side and mm-hmm. toward the over on the total. You understand on the over. Uh, with the game indoors between the most high-profile offense in the NFL and Buffalo and a weak defense in Detroit. As we sit right now, we've gotten up to 9.5 here, most spots across the market. Saw a couple shops as well, touch 10, and the total now is we've yet to see any sort of buyback. We're up to 54.5 market-wide. Only one book I'm seeing out there in the market at the 54, uh, can Detroit keep this thing at least within margin to start Thanksgiving Day, Sean? You know, I haven't made a decision yet on this game. 
Uh, I've got some calls in. I'm trying to figure out yeah. what exactly is going on in Detroit. Uh, DeAndre Swift, you know, as productive as he was early in the year, he's now back from injury, but he has not been as big a part of the offense that I anticipated and expected. So I'm just trying to see, you know, internally, is there something okay. going on? Am I missing something? Because I think if he is a DeAndre Swift, he was pre-injury early in the year, then Detroit can keep this game close. Buffalo's far from great on defense, especially with the injuries that they've encountered this year. But they're also very explosive on offense. So it's a situation where Matt Campbell and uh, his staff, they know they have to take chances. So I can see the Lions being very aggressive, you know, maybe going forward on some fourth downs, you know, and 12, 13-point game, Lions score, you know, backdoor back cover door. sounds about uh-huh. right to me. So that's where I'm leaning. I haven't solidified that wager, but when I looked at this game, saw that line, that was my initial thought process. Mm-hmm. For the practice reports today, DeAndre Swift listed as a full participant, at least coming out to start he's the week. Available. He's available. He's available. He just hasn't yeah. been utilized with the usage yeah, rate. That is correct. So right. something's going on there. That And that's why, you, Sean, you got the calls out. You're trying to <laughs> yeah, figure I got to right figure now. out what's going on. Yeah. Man. I mean, uh, Jamison Williams, they at least opened the window for him to be December. activated. We're not going to see Williams this week. But they are hoping, yeah, yeah. Williams coming off the, uh, the injury that it will – you know, like he's at least going to be out there at some point before the end of the season. I was looking at like at least the thing that jumps out to me on this Buffalo team totals 31 and a half Buffalo on a very late delayed altered practice and travel week against Cleveland last week in Detroit, get to the motor city late Saturday night. Didn't even look like they woke up until late second quarter, still put up 31 on a Browns defense that pretty much profiles similarly to Detroit feels like a game. When you consider the weaknesses for the lions, bottom three in both, run defense and pass defense on the EPA per play basis. Buffalo should be able to name their score. And and at 31 and a half team total, it's the highest on the board, but that's the first one I grabbed. Did they stay towards. in Detroit or did they go back to Buffalo? I believe went back to Buffalo. Okay. I was wondering if they were going to stay, you know, because they got to be back Wednesday, tomorrow. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, I don't know. I haven't made my decision up on this. I have some calls out I'm trying to, you know. Okay. Yeah, wait, wait on I get all the information. DJ Chark, limited in practice today, at least for the practice reports. Jeff Okuda, that's the big loss we anticipate. That's the other element to liken a team total over. Top corner for the Lions, doubtful with a concussion. Not officially ruled out, but you got to think he's, he's probably not giving it a go. Another game on Thanksgiving Day with a similar line. Mm-hmm. Cowboys and G-Men look ahead of six and a half, but we're up to nine. Basically blanketing the board, Sean, and uh, DraftKings on the East Coast has gone to nine and a half. 45 or 45 and a half total injuries, a big concern in this game. Wandale Robinson confirmed toward an ACL out for the year yesterday, wide receiver for the G-men. I got to say, in a very simplistic handicapping mold, team coming off its best performance of the year versus a team who could not have looked any worse. Dallas, the team who looked great last week. Giants looked, uh, were made uh, mincemeat by the Detroit Lions. I have to think you get a more game effort from the Giants here. It's just a matter of can they hold up from an injury standpoint. Yeah, I just think it's a personnel issue. Um... I'm looking at under, you know, Mm. initially as I saw this game. And, listen, I'm not the type of person that bets, like, early in the week. I know there are betters who they specialize in early lines. Because of my experience as a player and a coach, I know things happen during the week. I'm just more comfortable waiting. If it's a line that I don't like or it's a number that I can't live with, then I'll just pass on the game. I just think this is an under game. You know, I think the Giants have enough on defense to not get – exposed like I think Minnesota's defense got exposed. I think the Giants are a little more athletic than that. But how do they score? I mean, that front's going to key on Saquon Barkley. Uh, the one slot threat they had in Wandale Robinson towards ACL, the other slot threat they had, Kadarius Toney, is now a Kansas City Chief. When they have one functional receiver, and that's Darius Slayton, and I think is any good. There was a damn Kenny Galladay sighting against the Lions. I had to double-check the program. You're like, what? Like, they're, they're that injured that they put him in the game. Yeah. So, I just – I think it's an under game. I could very easily see this being a dominant Dallas 28-10, 28-7 type of win. Um, but I'm more comfortable taking the under than I am laying the points. Yeah. Just I'm kind of – when you look at the overall season, these six or more point favorites, as you mentioned, a lot of these games coming down to one possession games, they have not been covering – these numbers, so... No, they have not. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with the under. The the fir- I think it's a low-scoring game. Yeah, the first-half Giants angle is the one that interests me the most. You're getting about five-and-a-half first half where I'm not, I can't have a lot of faith in that holding up for 60 minutes. You talk about the lack of personnel, but at least coming out of the gates, 
you feel feel confident in Brian Dable as a head coach, at least the game plan and the scripted plays to start. Maybe Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys after that yeah, cakewalk of a game come out a little a bit flat. Ma- I just think it's a terrible matchup. But that's my concern. They're going to put Diggs on Slayton. And, you know, that front, they're going to key on Saquon. So it's basically can Daniel run his way to right. success for the Giants offense. Dallas has been a bottom half run defense. I was shocked in the Lions game that he turned into a drop back passer. Didn't utilize his legs to the second half. Yeah. So we'll see if they that make wasn't all That wasn't all game state. I mean, that was, even when the game wasn't a, a huge come from behind spot, he was still doing that a lot, which had to be But surprising. I also don't think the Giants are a 7-3 and three team. I know that's what their I'm record with, says. I'm with you. But the way they've been winning, that process was not repeatable. So I yeah. think they're coming back down to earth. Uh, VEASAN bets giving starts. First picks will be on one of the Thanksgiving games. So you and Tim have to get the pick in. I'm partnering up with Jeff Parles since we do the Live Bet Saturday show together. And he, he wants Giants money line. And I'm like, dude. You really want us to be in a hole out of the gates, man? Like he, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I can see the Giants winning the game. I can see it turning into an ugly game. What I can't see on the end of the scenario is a high-scoring game. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, certainly correlation would go to the dog in that spot. Divisional dog, if you think about a, a game that projects to the under. That game in New York finished 23-16. Did. Played to 39, and that was when they still had uh, <clears throat> Shepard, their best receiver who tore his ACL for mm-hmm. the Giants earlier in the year. So they were even Monday healthier game, then, yeah. you know. So I, I don't know. I'm just going to play the under. I'm trying to talk young Jeffrey into a first half money line for the Giants. I feel like it Here's does profile Here's the bad better. thing about bets given. That's... You have to, like, make a decision beforehand. Who has the final say on each day? Yeah. Because you can't get into these, okay, I don't like it. You know, you, you want the energy, the I synergy know. to be, like, rowing in the same direction. So, yeah, it's tough. I think hey, that's what I, I got to decide with Tim because I don't want to yeah. be arguing with Tim every day uh, about what we're playing. Like, okay, <laughs> let's talk about it on Thursday, but you get the final say. Talk about it on Friday, I get the final say. Kind of like I think that's totally yeah. Fair. Go back and forth. Like I know that. Jeff, we're on lockstep in one college football game, and it involves USC and Notre Dame. We're going to talk about that a little later. Okay. There's a spot that might Hope be you're on the right side of this. We'll see. We're the right we're, side. We're technically, side. we're technically competing, but like I'm rooting for you, Sean. I, I want us to go <clears> one two. Well, I can guarantee you that we won't be involved in anything remotely involved in Notre Dame. I I, can, I know that. <laughs> I just happen to be filling in for the, the Notre Dame No, guy. I'm talking about me and Tim on best game. Yeah, we won't not that's use Notre I'm, Dame. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. I'm doing my best in, in uh, Tim's stead here. The one Thanksgiving game we did not get to, it's Patriots-Vikings. Our guest coming up next, Ben Brown of Pro Football Focus. He's got a multitude of props on this game. You don't want to miss those thoughts from Ben Brown next. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. You don't have to wait until after Turkey Day to score Black Friday deal with VSIN. New VSIN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. With VSIN Pro Access, you get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited-time Black Friday offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. They are replaying some of the World Cup games in our studio right now. Yeah, Sean, you, you took you, you took Saudi Arabia 28-1, to right? I actually was asleep to... when this game was on, I think. Um... 2 a.m. Pacific. Game. Yeah, so when I woke up and saw it, I thought it was a misprint, you know, but crazy. I guess it wasn't. I guess it was not. You know, I was here doing Lombardi Line this morning. Walk in the studio at about 8.30 a.m. Uh-huh. Place was jam-packed behind us. Team Mexico. It was like the official, unofficial, official Mexico watch party against uh, Poland this morning. Never seen a book so packed on a random Tuesday. It was pretty cool. I'll be honest, man. I haven't even caught up on what happened in the World Cup. <laughs> days. Let me do that while Matt, you introduce well, the guest. Yeah, Sean, look it up. The World <laughs> Cup scores as I introduce Ben Brown for Pro Football Focus. Giving us his insights on the Week 12 slate. You can follow Ben uh, and his great work at PFF underscore Ben Brown, part of the team at Pro Football Focus. Uh, ben, I, you had a very nice hit this weekend. I saw a little, little in-game money line action on the Las Vegas Raiders. How about the – my word earlier with Sean was gumption. When you have to bet some of these uh, unsatisfyingly uh, teams, at least aesthetically, but you got there with the Raiders, so I, I don't know what led you to do that. Just an anti-Broncos play, I'm assuming. But nicely, je- nice uh, d- job done there by you, sir. 
Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I know I've been trying to at least allocate more of my bankroll to some of the in-game opportunities. I know, you know, there are certain books that, you know, do allow some of the in-game player props as well. And uh, I found that, you know, those tend to be and and definitely seem to be, you know, the softest of lines that you can kind of find throughout, you know, an NFL Sunday. So learning and trying to navigate some of those in-game waters, I think, is, you know, uh, probably the the Mm -hmm. most profitable approach that you can take right now from a betting perspective. You know, and it's one that I use, Ben, if I like the favorite and it's a bigger favorite in the NFL and I just take the approach if the underdog scores first I'll get a better number on the favorite than I would have pre-flop and you know if the favorite goes and scores and I can't play it so be it but I just don't trust these NFL teams in 2022 to care enough and to execute well enough in the fourth quarter to cover and secure some of these numbers Right. And we saw that play out on Sunday night, right? It was the Chargers. It was the Chiefs. The Chargers go up early. They were five and a half point underdogs or whatever. If you looked at the in-game line, you know, after the Chargers scored, I think it went down to, uh, you know, minus two and a half in places for the Chiefs at that point in time. And and they won by three points, right? So I think there is, you know, some takeaways, especially with teams that have good offenses and maybe they don't either like start off on the right foot or or, you know, like you said, maybe the other team just has a su- successful first drive, drops it below a key number to the point where uh, there is probably a lot more value on taking the, you know, the, the favorite at a much shorter price, you know, yeah. given that certain situation. Such a good point. You could have gotten Bills under three against Cleveland, like still pretty early in that game. I mean, early second quarter in the spot. You could have got Falcons, Bears, each at over plus four. Game lands now. Raven, Raven still covered, but they were up down to a pick'em. Yeah, at one Ravens point. Right. Three, three. I, I got lucky. I had Steelers plus seven and a half in game, just trying to middle because I had Bengals on a money line uh, parlay, and I got very. You, you know, your day is going well when you get in the lucky you you did. Know, garbage time touchdown. Well, those are old <laughs> bets. We got new those bets. Old, we got to make. We got on. new Thanks, money Jimmy. to make, baby. Yeah, uh, we think about the the late game. We haven't talked about this yet, Ben. But Patriots and Vikings going into uh, the Twin Cities here for the Thursday night game. You do like a side here as well as a total look for the pre-flop angle what's uh, what's the side in total that you're on yeah, so this one, you know, might not sound good to recency, you know, recency bias betters or anything like that. But I think the Vikings minus two and a half make a lot of sense here. I think that the, the handicap is kind of matchup specific. Obviously, the Dallas Cowboys last week, you know, kind of kind of ran over the the Vikings in every single facet of play. And the easy approach is to say, you know, the New England Patriots second highest pressure rate in the NFL. The, the Dallas Cowboys last week, you know, first highest best best pressure rate in the NFL. Those two things are going to hold true. Right. But. I think with a week's worth of preparation, Kevin O'Connell is a guy that I very much trust to be able to, you know, circumvent some of the mismatches that the the Vikings are going to end up facing in this matchup. And I also think the coverage scheme, you know, for the Dallas Cowboys was set up so well to kind of slow down Justin Jefferson with Trayvon Diggs. I would say very much emerging as as a shutdown type cornerback and them playing a really zone heavy type scheme that offered him some help over the top, but. I think the, the the Patriots specifically are going to play a lot of man coverage. I think that Justin Jefferson has been a lot better in those situations. And for a guy that, you know, needs to kind of break the pressure situation early on, I think we're going to see Justin Jefferson open quite a bit here. I think that him, you know, going over his reception or receiving yards prop number uh, is also a spot that I like really well. And I think that's going to lead to, you know, a, a little bit of a bounce back spot for the Minnesota Vikings. And I think that them, you know, buying low on them, uh, getting it at minus two and a half right now, uh, I think it's just a little bit too much of an overreaction based on their most recent performance. And listen, the Vikings are going to look like the 99 Rams to this Patriots defense (laughs) after they got to see Zach Wilson and the Jets offensive attack in their most recent contest. I'm with you here. I think the Vikings bounce back in a big way. Thinking Vikings bounce back. I mean, also for the Patriots, David Andrews center. We're not sure if he's going to go as injured in that game. Loss of a center. Compared to loss of, like, say, an anchor blindside left tackle that we usually tend to evaluate more. And what say you from playing? You know, it's ironic. The Patriots look on offense like a team that's coordinated by a defensive guy. Ah, Funny how that works. Matt Patricia (laughs) just happens to be right there uh, in the matchup. Yeah, no, but I I would think a lot of people, and we've seen the market go under three on this game. So uh, market wanting to take points with New England wouldn't think it's a bad teaser spot either given the low total. But at the same time, this does profile pretty well as a bounce back matchup for Minnesota in general. That is the night game for Thursday night. What do you think about the early spot? Uh, Both Sean and I thinking, man, maybe that line a little too high on the Buffalo side yet. I'm of the belief Bill should be able to name their score in this game from at least a team total perspective with the Detroit Lions defensive matchup. Uh, What say you and how can that apply maybe into the prop market this week? 
Yeah, I definitely don't have to tell you how bad the Detroit Lions uh, have been, especially in coverage. You know, PFF's 32nd-ranked coverage unit so far this season, and they kind of lost their best guy, right? Jeffrey Okuda uh, looks very much doubtful to, if not out, uh, with a concussion-type, you know, protocol situation as well. So I'm not seeing any reason why, you know, the Detroit Lions are going to be able to slow down what is, you know, Buffalo Bills that I still think is one of, if not the top offensive units in football right now. I think we're going to see them kind of establish that a little bit in a get-right game. I don't know if we're going to see, you know, the Lions, like you said, get through the back door on what is a really wide spread. But I think if you're looking kind of at the prop market, uh, there are some ways to, you know, play, I would say, a little bit of an offensive showcase for the from the Buffalo Bills perspective. One of those approaches, you know, uh, Josh Allen over 2.5 passing touchdowns plus price. I think it's like, uh, I'm drawing a blank here, but I think it's pretty decently plus price, you know, on bet MGM. Plus 250, I think. Seeing. Plus two, yeah, or plus, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's a spot where, you know, it, as long as he doesn't run the football in one of these in one of these scoring situations, he's going to go over 2.5 passing touchdowns. And, and kind of like you said, they could probably name their team total in this particular matchup. The only question is, you know, are the Detroit Lions going to be able to keep pace offensively? I think that's, you know, not, not necessarily a spot I want to buy into, but I think, you know, Josh Allen going over 2.5 passing touchdowns is probably, you know, the safest bet, and you're getting it still, you know, at a pretty heavy plus price, in my opinion. Visiting here with Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus. I was thinking too, Ben, as we start to push forward, look at some of the Sunday spots, always hard on this Thanksgiving week with how truncated it is. Like from our perspective, everybody's traveling. You want to get bets in early, but you're not sure just where the general market is going to go. Two teams where I'm, I'm sure for you guys, it's pro football focus. And for a lot of betters who use the modeling, Tennessee's not a team that is, has generated much excitement this year, yet the coaching has been tremendous for Mike Vrabel as a head coach. Now, they, they said today that Todd Downing, the offensive coordinator, he's still going to be there for now as the NFL uh, continues its pending investigation after his DUI last week. You have Cincinnati, a team that numbers-wise look amazing, yet how much can you really trust their head coach and Zach Taylor? So what do you do with a line like that that's sitting basically since he minus a point or point and a half on the road there in Nashville? Yeah, I mean, I, I would kind of go back to my prayers, and the, and the Bengals are very much a team that I have kind of bought into uh, for better or worse so far this season. I think they're like 7-3 and three against the spread so far. So in some ways, it has worked out, even if their record, you know, isn't quite as good as what a lot of people anticipated in the preseason. But I think that they showed, you know, with with T Higgins in the fold, obviously he was a little banged up last week, but they can still be a really productive offense without Jamar Chase. And I think the question becomes, you know, is Jamar Chase going to be ready for this particular matchup against a, a Tennessee Titans, you know, secondary that is also, I would say very beat up at this point in time. I think that's a matchup that, you know, the Bengals can consistently win. I think the only way that the Titans are maybe going to be able to, you know, not only win this game outright uh, or even cover, I would say, uh, is if they jump out early, if they get some of these, you know, big plays from Derrick Henry in the rushing game early on. I think the Bengals are going to play stout enough defensively, kind of fill some of those run gaps to the point where that limits the, you know, the big play potential early on. And I think they have the have the pieces in place, I would say, to run away with it offensively. So I'm on the Bengals here once again, uh, minus one and a half. I think this is kind of the spot where, you know, they start to get hot, put it all together but from both, you know, an offensive and defense perspective yeah. uh, and establish themselves maybe as AFC uh, contenders a little bit here. Numbers love Cincinnati, Sean. It's just a matter of, you know, you always talk about this coaching matters, you, personnel, even with the lack of the, You hear that? Yeah. That's yeah. that Titans defensive yeah, line. Look at their chops, baby. Last time they had Burrow, they got to him now. Great stuff, Ben. Happy holidays, man. Yes, happy Thanksgiving to you, Ben. Thanks so much for joining us. That's why I wanted to bring up the game, Sean, because I knew it set you up to do just that. Sean King, I knew you never never disappointed. Our early thoughts here on NFL Week 12. When we return, time to dive in. Sean's alma mater's got quite the game at Nippert Stadium this weekend. Can the Tulane Green Wave get it done? We'll discuss next here on VEASAN Primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket score prop at any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is not withdrawable. Free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Big thanks to Ben Brown for Pro Football Focus for joining us. Still a bunch of guests to come. Thor Nystrom will join us in our next segment, talking some college football to kick off hour number two. But right now, Sean, it's time. We don't need to wait any longer in we this don't. shortened week. Yeah, we Biggest don't. games of the week. Week 13, college football. And the American, I mean, you certainly would not have thought that this game would now come down to home field advantage positioning for the American title game. But with Navy going into Florida, beating UCF outright as 15.5-point dogs, that's put Tulane and Cincinnati squarely, the two six and one teams going at it this weekend in Nippert Stadium. So we start here among a bunch of top 25 matchups. But how are you feeling, first off, as the former Green Wave QB? I mean, well, deep, deep breaths going on. I mean, it's a huge game for Willie Fritz and the boys. I feel like the one unit that travels doesn't get impacted by crowd noise, inclement weather, inside, outside, is great defense. And we have great defense outside of the UCF game. We've been elite. I mean, we went to Manhattan, Kansas, and shut down a team that's going to be in the Big 12 title game. So Mm -hmm. the resume is there. We have a tremendous running attack. I love our young running back. Michael Pratt That's what this game comes down to, Ben. He's talented. You know, there are times where he looks like an elite player. There are other times where he's inconsistent. If we get the best of Pratt on Friday, then we're going back to New Orleans to not just play him, but to host the 2022 American Athletic Championship game, courtesy of UCF's loss to mm-hmm. Navy right. last week. The winner of Tulane, Cincy, not just plays in the game. They host the title game the following Saturday. So a lot on the table. We're in a great position because we control it. We don't have to win and hope. You know, we just got to take care of business. Uh, Luke Fickle's done an outstanding job there at Cincinnati, but I don't think anyone will argue this year's Bearcats team is not 
nearly as explosive or as good defensively as the version that made the college football playoff last year. So having been at University of South Florida as a coach, that is an incredible environment there at Nippert Stadium. Uh, the fans are right on you. It's one of those stadiums where you could literally walk off the field right up into yeah. the stands, and it'll be packed. Um, but listen, winning championships is hard, and, and we have a chance to do it. So I believe in really Fritz. I believe in that defense. Um, we just need Pratt to, to play his A game, and, and I think we'll be okay. Betting market has been in support of the Green Wave so far. Three-point favorites is what Cincinnati opened. Mm -hmm. We're down to two market-wide. Big movement, though, to the under. 53.5. I'm seeing now, as I update the screen, 46.5. That's a full touchdown move off of Circa's opener. I, I just wonder on the Cincinnati front, and as, as much as they have looked to take a step back from a personnel standpoint, which you expect when you lose a school record number of players, nine to the NFL draft, the defense has looked very good in the back half of the year. Limit Temple on the road to three points, tied for six now in yards per play defensively allowed. And you, you combine that with what you just mentioned on Tulane, the defense being able to travel there to Nippert Stadium. It, I totally understand the market movement. I, now that you've probably missed the boat, though, a full, touch, uh, full touchdown of a move, I don't know that I'd really want to get involved to the under, but it does kind of profile, right, to a more cagey, tight, uh, low-scoring affair. Yeah, so in college, my rule is if I don't trust the quarterbacks, I don't get involved in the total. That's a pretty good rule. So I just will sit this one out from a total standpoint. I, I like to get involved in totals when I get Drake May versus, you know, a Hartman from Wake Forest. Same so, Hartman. you know, where yeah. I know, you know, and then with overtime and the way that it's handled in college, especially in a game that looks like it's going to be down to the wire. That's, that's a fair point. You know, so I try and stay away unless I just really feel good about both quarterbacks. Uh, obviously, I'm telling you guys that I'm, I play the over. In college, when I get two good quarterbacks, otherwise yeah. I kind of don't get involved with totals unless it's two military academies and they give me 30-something. And I know these games mm -hmm. never get that's, in the 30s. So I'm, right. I'm not an unders guy in college. Totally understand that. I was yeah. so impressed with how Tulane bounced back from the UCF loss. Short week, yeah, you come impressive. home and, uh, and against the, the Ponies. I mean, that, that game was over. It felt like right out of the gate, 21 nothing in the first quarter. And your, your quarterback, you uh, Yeah, in – yeah, quarterback, who you, I know you're very high on, three touchdowns through the air, three touchdowns running. Had to, had to think uh, it puts them in a good mental state. Yeah, and it makes Pratt confident. In. Like, that's the thing. Like, he's – and I, I'm talking – I don't want people to think I'm down on Michael Pratt. I think he's a, a tremendous player. I just know he's been inconsistent at times. And, and I'm saying if he shows up to Nipper Stadium with his A game, then Tulane's right. getting back on the plane, and they have another game down at Ullman Stadium the following Saturday, because I know we win the game if Pratt plays his A game. I'm rooting for your school. Man, I'm rooting for it, too. I, I, I want to see I you on nice the sidelines next so week. I'll be two laned up. There we go. Yep, watching the L game. Love to hear it. One of several games, not only with conference title implications, but you have top 25 teams squaring off. There's games with college football playoff implications as well. And now that, we, now that you can take Tennessee out of the picture here, and we're assuming, I mean, LSU is going to be a massive dog to Georgia in the SEC title game. Pretty, it's pretty simple at this point. USC wins out, takes care of business against Notre Dame this week, and whoever ends up being the other side in the Pac-12 championship game, assuming the, the loser of Michigan-Ohio State gets bounced from the, from the four, well, if USC wins out, they're in. It's now can you execute as a five-and-a-half or six-point favorite against a rapidly improving Notre Dame team coming off an emotional win over your arch rival in UCLA. You think Caleb Williams, uh, now your new Heisman favorite, by the way, minus money, passes C.J. Stroud of Ohio State. You think USC is able to keep the good times rolling despite a defense that's been uh, pretty lackluster as of late? Again, I, I said this, and I've kind of have stuck by this. I was a person that had, if I'm not mistaken, I had USC rated third in my initial power rankings. Um, they've never gone outside the top ten. I have dropped them down at times because I've had to. Tennessee beat Alabama. Like, there are certain things that have happened, you know, where you, you have to adjust. Uh, USC had a stretch where they were winning, but they didn't look dominant. Oregon State comes to mind. You know, they had some games where, you know, kind of wonder. They were battling with some injuries. You know, Travis dies out for the season. Mario Williams has missed games. Uh, the kid from uh, Pittsburgh, the wide receiver, Adelson. Yes. He's missed some games. So, they've been banged up. As we sit here now, SC's the real deal on offense. Like, Lincoln is an unbelievably creative coach with no ego, so he's able to adjust and adapt. He doesn't have a system. What he has is a plan. 
And there's a big difference in that. If you look at Mississippi State, Mike Leach has, Mike Leach has a system. Like, he does what he does every week, and he feels like at the end of the year he's going to win eight games. Lincoln Riley has a, a plan. He has a system, but he also has the ability to plan for that specific opponent. He doesn't get so caught up in this is yeah. what we do. Like, he moves guys around. He changes the presentation. Like, he's trying to actually find the best way to attack. And because of that, I think SC is going to give Notre Dame some problems. Now, the reason I'm not just going to jump on SC land the five and a half, they're terrible from a yardage standpoint on defense. What's created their success is their ability to turn the football over, force the other team, throw interceptions, force fumbles, get extra possessions for their offense. Uh, Tim Murray, my normal co-host here on Visa in primetime, was adamant that UCLA was the right side. But the actual fact that people overlooked in USC-UCLA, UCLA was just as bad on defense. Like, yep. you look at, like, everybody was talking about SC. Like, UCLA was terrible on defense. They had given up 30-plus in six of their last seven games. So, I figured that would become a shootout. I figured that Caleb Williams, you could trust him more than you could trust Dorian Thompson over the course of a whole game. And that's exactly how it played out. Having said that, Notre Dame's going to try and win in spite of Drew Pine. They're going to yeah. turn around. They're going to hand the ball off to those two running backs. They're going to try and control time of possession. And I'm not sure that SC can combat that to a level where they mm -hmm. get cushioned and force yeah. Notre Dame to have to throw the football and get outside of their comfort zone. So I think this ends up being a tight game. I do always – side with a Caleb Williams when he's playing a Drew Pine. So I think SC wins, but I don't know if they cover. I like Notre Dame. I'm not betting on Drew Pine, I'll tell you that. But it's a USC run defense, 128th out of all the They're FBS teams, defending the run on an EPA per play basis. And you, you don't think Marcus Freeman, as head coach, knows that USC is plus 21 in turnover differential this year? Guy probably knows, and the game yeah. plan will be adjusted accordingly. Notre Dame now 5-0 and is either a touchdown or less favorite or a dog this year against the number. I like it. Been great in these spots. Marcus Freeman and Notre Dame been much better in November than they were in September. Blanket to BC last week, 44-0. I get it. Huge quarterback edge for USC, but would not stun me if the Trojans go down outright this week. That's I hope my big call right now. I, I know you do. When we return, hour number two of Prime Primetime, Thor Nystrom joins to give us his thoughts on Michigan, Ohio State, and the other top matchups in college football. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.